Welcome to another episode of the Circumpolar People Podcast. Today we will be discussing the Sami people. My name is Juan Calderon and my co-hosts are Mackenzie Edwards, Ellie Hanks, and Andrew Grosser. The Sami people are indigenous people that inhabit the Sapmi in Norway, Sweden, Finland, and the Kola Peninsula of Russia. Sapmi means lands and therefore Sami means the people of the lands. These people The I know the Sampi or Sampi people they where they live there it is full of natural resources such as timber, minerals, and oil for instance. And much of their land and territory has been subject to environmental cultural threats like it endangers the ability to continue their traditional herding livelihood. In the 1990s, Norway finally recognized that the Sami people and like our people, and they had an effort to help protect their land and culture. Yeah, uh, the Sami people were descendants of a group of European hunters gatherers that followed the Fen- the. the Follow the ice into Fennoscandia as the ice age ended. They also consist of Siberian immigrants who spoke Finno-Ugric languages and brought ancestors of the Sami language about 3,000 years ago. This created a unique origin for the Sami people. Um, so some information about like Norway and their languages. They don't speak less than five languages. They have about nine languages, nine different languages that they speak. Uh, five are in use in Norway. Three most common are in Northern Sami, Lul Sami, and Southern Sami. Uh, Pite Sami and East Sami are currently going through a revisit, revisitation phase in Norway. But during a large part of the 1900s, the Sami in Norway were forbidden to speak in their own language. They had to learn Norwegian under strict assimilation policies. So as a result of this, slightly less than half of the Sami in Norway speak the Sami language today. For this, the Sami people have gotten an official apology from Norwegian government in 1999. Yeah, I also read about uh, the Alta River Dam or hydroelectric power plant and how that led to an uprising or like a renaissance for the culture of the Sami people as it was erased previously in the 1800s and 1700s with the Christian missionaries that wanted to convert the shamanistic people. Yeah, in 1989, the Sami parliament was opened after numerous protests and in 1970s and 80s against the construction of the hydroelectric power plant. The eye-catching piece of architecture is located in Kara Soik in Finnmark, and it is known, which is known as the Sami capital, and is shaped as a lava, which is a Sami tent. Uh, traditional Sami clothing is called gakti, which in which in past times was made from reindeer leather and sinews, but is now made from wool, cotton, or silk. Women's gakti consists of dresses, fringe shawls, boots and shoes, which are made of uh, reindeer fur or leather. And these boots and shoes usually have pointed or curled toes. Uh, Traditional gakti come in variations of red, blue, green, white, and medium brown tanned leather, or just straight reindeer fur. 
the patterns, colors, and jewelry of the Gakti are indicative of where a person is from, whether that person is single, married, and sometimes even just from a specific family. Uh, the Sami tend to produce uh, beautiful crafts, crafting or carving a variety of objects such as tools and utensils from bone, wood, reindeer antlers, and silver, often with geometric motives. Uh, they have also perfected a special kind of ribbon weaving. Their crafts are popular tourist purchases, and although the Sami save many of their creations for their own use, uh, much of their artistic talent goes into the elaborate braided designs of their costumes. Yeah, I know some, like Sami, they have festivals, and it's a good way to get into the culture and traditions if you would like to do that kind of thing. There's uh, different festivals such as the Rudu, Rudu Festival, which is in Mandolin in Troms, and it attracts tourists and festival fans from all over the world. And they have concerts under Midnight Sun and a wide range of activities. The, there's also a Sami Week, which celebrates everything in the Sami conjunction under the National Day, which is the 6th of February. And they have reindeer racing. They learn to enjoy and enjoy concerts. Uh, over time, all of the Sami have converted from uh, what was it? Uh, polytheistic paganism over to Christianity, and a large part... Uh, are now uh, part of the dominant Lutheran religion of the Nordic countries from where they live. Uh, Sami observe the major holidays of the Christian calendar, including Easter and Christmas. Every Easter, a big festival is held, and that's the same one that you were talking about, uh, complete with Sami entertainment, uh, sled races, reindeer racing, and yoik singing. Uh, many of the couples in this area tend to choose this as their wedding setting or and many Sami observe Finland's Little Christmas, which is early in December, marking the beginning of festivities that last throughout December 16th, or 26th. Uh, on Christmas Eve, special midday trees are adorned with candles, silver and gold ribbons, and other decorations. After readings from the Gospels, a festive meal is eaten, typically consisting of salmon, ham, vegetables, and rice pudding. Secular holidays include the large spring celebrations held by the Sami every year, occasions on which they wear their best clothes and gather with friends to mark the end of the year. I've read about a Sami creation myth of a big white or great big white reindeer that sacrificed itself to create the world, and in turn the veins became the rivers, the fur became the forest, the stomach became the oceans, and the horns became the mountains thought that was mighty interesting. Yeah, speaking of reindeer, the Sami located in Finland, Norway, and parts of Russia utilize a traditional method of reindeer herding. Traditionally, Sami have pursued livelihoods in coastal fishing, fur trapping, and sheep herding. They are best known for their nomadic reindeer herding. Today, only 10% of Sami are involved in reindeer herding. Their success has contributed to their immense knowledge of the seasons, their climate, and their reindeer species behavior. Reindeer are a fundamental part of Sami life, from food and clothing to how they live, earn a living, and providing hearty meals for their family. They utilize reindeer hide as mittens or boots, as mentioned earlier. 
It is highly important to recognize even the domesticated reindeer to be a carrier of cultural and linguistic diversity, as well as, of course, being a food source for the Sami. They, the Sami utilized traditional methods to herd reindeer, as well as modes of modern transportation, such as ATVs or snowmobiles. Fences in the forest and pastures guide the herds to the corral, and a small helicopter is deployed as a lookout to help coordinate and guide the herds from above. Although these new technologies are used to aid the herding, the traditional Sami knowledge on reindeer, nature, and climate still play in a very important part of their life. Only some of the animals are slaughtered each winter while the rest return to their winter grazing grounds to search for lichens and then to mate in the spring. The Sami also follow reindeer around their traditional migration routes all through Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Russia. In the past, the Sami were completely nomadic. They lived in simple portable tent homes and followed the path of the reindeer as they searched for food, water, and shelter in the harsh winters. Reindeer herding communities are called Sidas. They were originally nomadic but were forced into settlement by the colonial acts of the Swedish, Russian, and Finnish nation states. The Sami of today can trace their herding roots back to the last ice age. They have been in the north herding reindeer for thousands of years. They have traditionally lived across multiple countries but in recent years have settled down and now live in more permanent housing. In Norway, only those who are ethnically Sami can own and herd reindeer. In 2007, Norway passed the Reindeer Husbandry Act to try and preserve the Sami history and their traditional way of life. There are about 30 approved stamps of ownership that reindeer herders can use in Norway. I know the total population of Sami in Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Russia is estimated to be approximately 80,000 to 100,000, and about half of them do live in Norway. And the modern Sami can be both award-winning filmmakers and reindeer herder on a snowmobile, like you said. And the they camp in they can also or some of them also camp in traditional tents like Sami tents called lavo. And they do that under, some of them do it under the Northern Lights, which is also, like, really fascinating. But in general, like, the fact that they have reindeers as their, like, main, or, like, one of their main sources of, like, food, transportation, and just their livelihood is really fascinating. Yeah, it's really fascinating to me that they live in a climate where, yes, it's cold all the time, but they have the midnight sun so, like you said, they camp under the Northern Lights. I think that's fascinating because I personally have never seen the Northern Lights, but I hear they're beautiful. Yeah, it's like one of my main, like, on my kind of, like, bucket list is to go see the Northern Lights. It would be a really cool thing to see. Yeah. But speaking of, like, the reindeer and all that and the Sami people, I found, like, something, like, a fun fact, which I feel like most people our age can have kind of seen, which is a movie called Frozen. And the opening, the composer of Frozen's opening song is Sammy, but in general, the music in the, like, some of the 
film, like music in the film is Nordic music. And during a research trip in like to Norway in 2012, they discovered that Frode Fagenhelm, a musician and composer with Sammy Roots, uh, agreed to co-write the film's music with Beck. And the final results became the opening song. And there was a slightly altered version of the song, but which was originally wrote in 1996. And it, the piece features Yoke, which is just really cool to see that something so popular and has made so many movies has something that is so culture, like the culture that we're learning about right now is involved so much in. Adding on to Ellie's uh, reindeer, there's hundreds of words to describe reindeer. Some of them are Stualut, Skaldu, and Rasva. Rasva meaning sad reindeer, Skaldu meaning reindeer with an overly large head, and Stualut meaning reindeer who is not afraid of dogs, which I found funny. Um, I found a poem by a Nordic Council Prize-winning poet named Nils Aslok Valkapia, uh, which consists of mainly specifically different words for different kinds of reindeer. There's hundreds of words that differentiate the snow as well, according to its age, depth, de- density, and hardness. Um, for reindeer, there's different words to describe the co- different colors, the different sizes, the antler spreads, and the fur textures. It's just the fact that there are so many different words to discover or to describe a single animal is crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like you, with the different types of snow they have out there, you have to have so many different words. Because here we just get the light powdery stuff or we get like a sheet of ice. There they have like snow that's been there for generations. Yeah. That's, it's just, it, it's crazy. Uh, another like interesting thing that I found was that about a month ago, like this year, the Norwegian or Norway's government apologized to the Sami reindeer herders. It was just a little thing that happened. The Norwegian government, uh, they apologized to reindeer herders after activists spent a week protesting a wind farm that they say hindered the rights of the indigenous Sami people in Norway. Just a little fun fact. Uh, more on their traditions and their cultures. Uh, the Sami has held on to their traditional ways much longer than most of the people in Europe and have yet to fully abandon their traditional life for a modern way. Uh, still, the dictates of today's world have forced them to follow rituals that would be easily recognized in the Western world. Most Sami, for instance, participate in the major Lutheran rituals, even though they sometimes adapt them to their use, including the ritual of baptism and the way that the Sami have both used and avoided it offer an interesting illustration of a traditional culture struggling to maintain itself within the industrialized world. Uh, For example, the Scandinavian countries where the Sami live required surnames, and the Lutheran church helped apply pressure onto the Sami to use traditional Christian names for their children. 
The Sami resisted for many years, maintaining their tradition of no surnames and naming their children after recently deceased elders or infants. The Sami reluctantly created a system of surnames similar to the Scandinavian system of adding son or daughter to the first name of a parent and began using traditional Scandinavian names for baptisms. Afterward, however, when the families would leave the church, they would hold their baptism ceremony in which the imposed name was then cleansed away and a stronger, more traditional name was given to the child, which I think that's pretty interesting. Speaking about their old, their animism religion, I found it interesting that there were three separate worlds, the upper world where the warm was warm, sunny, where the gods lived, the middle world where the humans and animals live, in the lower world where it was associated with death. And shamans known as Noide could traverse these three worlds. I read something somewhere about how those Noede, uh they acted as an intermediary between the spiritual and material worlds. And that's actually where the yoik singing comes from, which is where these priests or shamans would consult with the dead while in a trance induced by a beating on, magic, on a magic drum and performing a special kind of, a, of chanting, which would be that yoik. Speaking about these drums, I'd read on one of the articles that I read, I heard that before the destruction of the Sami culture, there were hundreds of thousands of these drums, but now there are only about 70 of these left in the world. That's just, that's crazy. Yeah, that's so sad that their history has just been wiped away. Mm -hmm. um. I mean, you guys, have, what is your like favorite thing that you've learned really about the Sami people over the course of the semester? I think it's really cool how they started out as just trying to survive and made a whole life about like reindeer herding and they came up with their own culture and I just I just find that really interesting. I know mine well like it wasn't like favorite thing we kind of learned but it was kind of like what made it more interesting to learn about was the the movie The Grizzlies. It was just cool like seeing it in a more modern slash like visual form where we would see their the like the people of the Sami and like their culture and kind of some of the struggles that they went through. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, the my favorite fact was about during the Viking Age how the Noidi were believed to be so powerful that the the Norse bought winds in order to explore for exploration from from the Noidi. That's cool. Yeah. Um I'm normally a big fan of Norse mythology. That's like that's like my favorite thing. So the fact that they used the son and daughter at the end of the first name of a parent, like the Vikings did to get out of using a Christian name, I thought that was pretty cool. And it's just it's really interesting. I Love Something that, kind of that stuff. like drew you in more to the yes, definitely. Topic. It's interesting to see their resistance to outside influence and outside uh, people telling them, "Hey, you need to change and be like us." And they were all like, "No, I think we're gonna stay how we are, and we'll like kind of do what you want, but we're still gonna resist." And yeah, live our traditional lives. I mean, even now, they still live mostly traditional. You'll see people walking around in that traditional uh, uh, gakti, 
like yeah. in pictures. It's very hard to miss them with all the bright blues and reds and all the intricate patterns. Yeah. Yeah. I find their clothes to be much more interesting than our modern clothes. I feel like our modern clothes are very bland. Yeah. I, I love bright colors. So the fact that I'm sitting here in a black shirt and jeans, like it's, it just it feels boring. Um, well, that was our podcast about the Sami people and the information about the reindeers, the culture and traditions, and their background history. So just want to say thank you for listening, and I am Andrew Grosser. I'm Juan Calderon. I'm Mackenzie Edwards. And I'm Ellie Hanks.